0: Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. This is your host and Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum, recording at the Creative Density Studios in downtown Denver, Colorado, with my main man and producer, Mr. Jonathan Winston. How's life shaking out, Jay? Man, it's going pretty good, but... I'm ready for NBA to be back, man. Like, come on, bro. Like, the playoffs were supposed to start, like, a couple of days ago. Right, right. Uh, I've been, you know, watching all the LeBron James highlights. They got the new Michael Jordan uh, documentary out. Like, I'm, I'm kind of fiending, man. I know this is kind of selfish of me, but. No, it's extremely selfish, and like, like, I like that about you. It's good. It's can good. y'all get back out on the court? Like, the <laughs> Rona will be out there. The like, Rona's going to be. You're going to get the Rona either way. Like, come on. Wasn't it NBA that got the Rona first? It was Rudy Gobert, man. See, that was big. That was, was Mitchell's beefing with. Him. Now, because he's mad, because he's like, you gave me the, you, you, it gave, it, you gave it to me. I'm man. suing. I'm suing. You know, I just we need to get on topic pretty quick here. But it's funny because you mentioned LeBron James, and um, I saw a fascinating documentary, Madam C.J. Walker. Did you see that? I've seen that it's up, but I need to watch it. I'm glad you. Uh, recommended. Le- LeBron James actually produced that. He's the executive producer of that show. So four episodes. series. See, this is proof that he could do no wrong. I don't mean this is a big LeBron James because I know y'all gonna turn into all the hate mail. Jordan's <laughs> greatest of all time. Yeah, I don't go down that road. Kobe I'm Bryan. telling you. <laughs> here we go. Uh, I'm telling you that uh, LeBron is a he's a mogul man. Like he's just he's everywhere. He's got he's got businesses being built up. He's got shows out there. This Madam C.J. Walker thing is a a documentary like a five part series give or take uh, talking about the first. Black millionaire, who was also female, Madam C.J. Walker, who did so in, the, uh, in hair care, hair care products. Just fascinating. Like if you can take a couple hours out of your day to watch this, I highly recommend it. Just a really good show about entrepreneurship and what it takes to make it to the top. Let's get to it. Um, this is, uh, as I understand it, a new season. We're beginning a brand new season here the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And you know what I like about when you're watching a Netflix show, right? you got you got that big montage where it goes over everything that happened up until this point, right? Previously on the show you've been binging. <laughs> That's right. See, we're not going to do that because we don't have the capability. But we have covered a lot of ground here on the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. We've talked about the mindset, the methodology, and the tools of foreclosure investing. So if you're super new to the show, like this is the first time you're listening to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast, let me tell you, if you are looking to learn more about how to get your mind right to invest in foreclosure real estate, right the methodology, the processes that you need to properly make a foreclosure play or the tools you're going to need to be effective at it, you're in the right place right now. So kudos to you for finding the show or wherever it is, share the show with you. We are so glad to have you here. We've got a lot to discuss. And as we open with every episode of Foreclosure Deals Podcast, we've got to bring you current Foreclosure news. We need like a an audio file, like play some current foreclosure news. Okay, 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 okay. You know, can you work I'm on that. Notes. I'm taking notes. So this is why it's good to have a producer like Jonathan Winston on the track. Like he figures all this stuff out, makes what you know two guys recording in the studio turned into this high end production that you guys have the pleasure of listening to now. Let's get let's get to it. I saw an article from my favorite data provider. Now, here's the thing. Data is one of the big parts of tools in foreclosure investing. Because the thing about foreclosures that people don't understand is there's an entire hidden market that is bought before the average investor knows anything about it. And let me tell you, that's true everywhere, right? If you're a car dealer, you're not buying cars at other dealers' lots. That's the retail market, right? Okay. Right. If your target You're not buying toilet paper. This case may not be buying toilet paper at all because you can't find any. Ooh, I need to get some. Too soon? (laughs) Um you're buying it from a wholesaler, right? So there's an entirely different market that most of the world is privy to, okay? So if you're gonna get access to that, you've gotta go to the right data stream. One of the things you're gonna wanna do to get that data, just a quick shameless self-promotion here, is you head out to foreclosuredealscoach.com and you click on the foreclosure list icon, you can get that, it's a messenger bot, okay? So you're not going to a website, we figured out nobody reads websites anyway, right? So you want information, head out to foreclosuredealscoach.com, click on foreclosure list, that's the first step. You start getting data about what's happening in the foreclosure market. But this article that we're going to be posting to the Foreclosure Deals Coach page on Facebook mentions from Adam Data Solutions that U.S. foreclosure activity below pre-recession levels in 61% of U.S. markets. Right now, here we are. Now this was published on April 16th. Okay, so we're sort of in a, I don't know how you're feeling, but we're sort of in an after corona phase a bit. Okay, today, as we're recording this right now, they've officially reopened real estate so we can do in person showings. That's happening right now. Okay, as you're walking around though, you still feel the byproduct of coronavirus. Do you not? People wearing the masks, right? The six foot distancing is still. taking place. Hopefully we're not recording another episode here in a few months or weeks that we're like on phase two of lockdown or something like that. But it's not impossible right? It's not impossible. This is not the first rodeo. So as it sits today, what's ironic is everybody saying, including myself, that this is a change that's going to take place in the real estate market, right? This is what's going to spurn us back into a foreclosure market. Now, I want to be clear here. I am not saying this is the end of real estate kind as we know it, Okay? I'm not saying we're heading into a real estate recession. What I'm saying is real estate has been overdue for a correction. If you figure that the real estate cycle is roughly 7 to 10 years, okay, we're about 12 years into this positive cycle. Okay, So as a result of that, this is a change. However, the data doesn't yet support that. U.S. foreclosure activity below pre-recession levels in 61% of U.S. markets means that most of the market, as it sits here in a just post-coronavirus era, is acting as normal right now. Okay, So markets that have gone below pre-recession levels include Denver, where we're recording here today, Detroit, and Las Vegas. Okay? Now, markets that are still kind of suffering, or are, I wouldn't say suffering, but they're above the pre-recession levels, Okay, are Baltimore, Honolulu, that's a market I'd love to hang out in oh, for a while, man, for sure. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and Allentown, Pennsylvania. Billy Joel did a fascinating song in Allentown. That's a oh, quick... yeah, okay. I'm going to look that up. All day, all day. Um, so here's the thing. What we know is in certain markets, actually the majority of the markets, we are operating as normal. So what does that mean? Right? Because as a foreclosure investor, we're all waiting or hoping the market's gonna bottom out and you're gonna jump in. Let me tell you, that is not a good idea. You cannot completely market time. And if you're reading the press right now, you're getting indications that things are acting as normal, right? So that might prompt you as a foreclosure investor to, I'm gonna wait a little longer and let's see what happens. Right? My advice to you is not to do that. So this article, you got to read this. It's fascinating stuff. It's really going to hit home if you're in one of these markets that it mentioned. We're in Denver, and they're saying that we're well below pre-recession levels right now. We're doing very well as far as lack of foreclosure in the marketplace, which is not great if you're a foreclosure deals coach like yours truly, but a good sign of the market is stable. The point is, is by the time the press starts reporting – that we're in a foreclosure market, you've already missed that wave by at least a year and possibly two. Okay, so I'm sharing this article with you, not because it's wrong, because it's accurate today. But remember, is a leading indicator sign, right? Market stable, market stable, market stable, and then if you could imagine you're cresting a hill here, right? I believe we're on that hill, and we're gonna start to head the other direction where you see that instability, now, now is the time to get in. See, because when it bottoms out entirely, it's gonna be very difficult to find financing, right? It's going to be very difficult to find a retail seller if your goal in your exit strategy is to resell on the open market. And you might, depending on if unemployment continues at the pace it's on right now due to the Rona, right? It may be very difficult to find tenants. All of those things are not factors right now because we've just started the crest of the hill. Does that make sense? Yeah. So one of the questions I'm asked often as a foreclosure deals coach, and if you tune in, I think it was episode six, Jay was telling me what was, that we yeah. were talking about... Um, Financing your Financing. How do you get the money to finance the deals, right? Well, I got a lot of feedback from that because we talked about private money, hard money, conventional financing, government-backed financing, yada, yada, yada. One common theme of every single one of those financing methodologies is it required some out-of-pocket from you, right? You have to have some capital in the game. So many of you are just like I was when I did my first deal many years ago and have absolutely no money. You can't rub two quarters together, right? You're broke. Plain and simple. Let's just call it what it is, right? So we got some feedback. Well, Donnie, this sounds wonderful, but where do I get the money to put the down payment to purchase these properties? Where do I get the initial capital to do the rehab on the property? Where does that money come from? Okay, so we're going to go over that today because I really want to talk about, you know, again, we're mindset, methodology and tools. Let's start with mindset. Mindset is if you've decided you're going to change your family tree through real estate investing, you've decided you're going to become an income producer via real estate instead of on the worker B class where there's a will, there is simply a way. Okay, and I don't want to get cliche with you right now, but I got to tell you, if you're coming into this with I ain't got any money, I'm broke, I'm always going to be broke, you're probably right. Okay? That's just fact. You've got to go first and foremost, you've got to change your mindset so you're in a position to be able to be receptive to new ideas and how to finance. Okay? Because everything you have been taught about economics and money is fundamentally a lie. Ooh. It's rough, it's not right? What you want to hear? It's like the Matrix, right? So you got the red pill and the blue pill. So you got to decide which pill you want to take and see how far this rabbit hole goes, For sure. right? And I'm like, I'm like Lawrence Fishburne, just like a little cooler. And I don't just, have quite as many. I don't have the cool glasses that have. Man, them. he's got some cool ones here. I was about to say, but they're not. They're not the you know no side, no side Morris, uh, Morpheus glasses, right? Me. I don't have the Morpheus glasses, but I'm, I'm almost as cool as Larry Fishburne. Like I'm right on the <laughs> edge of that, right? So here you are about to take the pill. I'm going to show you how far this rabbit hole goes. Most of the economics you've been told about money in general has, in general, been a lie. Okay? And it was equipped to you by your well-meaning parents right who wanted to prepare you for an economy that doesn't necessarily allow you to drive around in Bentley's and Ferraris and private jets because it seems like that's limited to the the few right and it is limited to the few, but not the few that you think. See, it's not the few that were all born with a silver spoon in their mouth, though a lot of them were mm-hmm. right It's not the few that just happened to hit the lottery right though a lot of them were. Right? It's also not the guy who's got a wicked jump shot, okay, or can run a two-second 40, which would be impressive, by the way. Right. If you can pull off a two-second 40, you need to call me. I will sign you right now. (laughs) Right? It comes down to mindset and attitude. If you've decided you're going to do this, the next step is get the information you need to make that happen. Okay, So right out of the gate, you need to understand that you've got to change your mind because there's no point in going over the steps that I'm going to give you to finding the capital if you're not willing to change your mind about this. If you've decided you're going to be broke, you're going to be broke. That's all there is to it. If you've decided otherwise... Right? I want you to stay tuned here because at the end of the show, we're going to do a bonus on the foreclosure deals coach messenger bot. Right? We're going to give you a special keyword. You're going to click on that keyword. it gets get you a little bit of insight on getting started in the, one of the suggestions I'm going to give you today on becoming, getting access, excuse me, to the capital you need to become a real estate investor. Okay? So number one, it is not near as much money as you think. Good news. It is. It is good news. Because a lot of people come into this going, man, I'm going to need at least 100 Gs, right? I'm going to need all this money to get started. Not necessarily the case, right? It is not necessary that you're going to need to have six figures in the bank. You need to have some very basic seed capital available. When I say that, I mean in a worst case scenario, okay? If you're going to invest in real estate, the very lowest amount I could see that being feasible is right about that $5,000 mark. Now, I'm not saying you're necessarily gonna get a deal done, but I am saying if you can't put five grand together, you're probably not a real estate investor yet, okay? And I don't mean that to be offensively. I'm meaning that to tell you, you gotta know where you are so you know where you're going, okay? If you're completely broke, you're probably not a real estate investor. And I gotta tell you, I talk to people weekly. I want to do this, Donnie. I want to be a real estate investor. I got $250 in my account. How can I get started? Right. And I got to politely let those people know you're not quite ready yet. Now that doesn't mean you can't get ready. It doesn't mean we can't prepare you for what's going to happen next. It means you aren't there just yet. You need to know that. All right. So somewhere around 5,000 would be like a bare minimum. And honestly, if you could put manage to put together 20, 25,000, you'd be in a really good spot. Okay. But know this, your goal is just getting your first deal done. Okay, so number two here is you need to make your goal just getting the deal done, right? Now, I know I haven't told you exactly where to get the money yet. We're building up to that. But you need to understand that people are always, I think it was um, either Tony Robbins, I think it was, or people underestimate what they can get done in a year, right? And over, uh, sorry, overestimate what they can get done in a year and underestimate what they can get done in 10 years right? So you're always pushing so hard to get this exact goal. Make this goal simple. You're looking to buy a house. Now, if you don't currently own a house, then you're looking to buy a house for yourself, okay? And that's so important because if you walk in as a real estate investor and go, I want to do a real estate investment deal, but I have never actually bought a home to live in, I can tell you it's doable, but it gets very difficult, okay? Because the capital that you're looking to, for, to buy a non-owner rock property goes in an entirely different circle than it does for people who are buying an owner rock, okay? And this comes down to the money. Remember, we're taking the red pill versus the blue pill. I'm trying to expose you here to how money operates. Your first step, if you're looking to get into real estate investing and you don't own a home, is to buy a house for yourself and your family below market Fix it up a little bit, either rent it out or sell it, okay? Now you're a real estate investor and you're no longer a first-time home buyer and you really need to focus on that. Get that first deal done, okay? So I have people coming in all the time looking at the foreclosure list. i want to buy this house, I'm gonna flip it. Listen, even if that's the case, you cannot say that to a, a mortgage lender. Okay. They don't make as much money on the deal. Many lenders have, they have minimum payments on it, prepayment penalties. There's an expectation, but most importantly, the financial qualifications go through the roof if you've never bought a home before. Okay. So really important. You start out with making your first goal, just getting a deal done right? No matter what it takes. And also, I don't care what you make on that deal. The idea behind trading real estate is much like trading stock or anything else. It seems so difficult, so arbitrary, and so outside the realm of possibilities until you've done it. Now you're talking to a guy here or listening to a guy who's done a couple hundred of these in my career, right? And now it's kind of just, it's normal, right? It's it's become a normal thing. But that first one was exactly how you felt. I was broke. I didn't know where to get started. I didn't know what I was buying. I didn't know how to get a good deal. And if you listen to the very first episode of the Foreclosure Deals Coach podcast, I go into detail about my story and how I managed to do everything wrong and still produce a profit on that deal. Your mileage may vary. I don't recommend that at all, but you do want to get a deal done at any and all cost, no matter what you made. By the way, I made $17,846.37 in my first deal. You'd never forget your first one. I would do it a hundred more times. Uh, obviously, and the key there is that I got the first deal done, okay? So let's get to the final way to generate the income. It depends on where you're at, right? If you don't have any money at all, you've got to hustle to find the money, right? And I got to tell you, the difference between the very successful and the guys making excuses is that lack or ability to hustle, Whatever you happen to be doing, I'm a big Gary Vaynerchuk fan, right? And in every show he does, he talks to young guys, girls, and he goes, you got to find your hustle and get your hustle on, okay? He got his hustle selling wine uh, for his dad's store. He took the wine, he made it an online distribution center, and he grew into a multimillionaire from there. Now he's working his way up to buying the Jets, Okay, so it starts out something simple. I don't care if you're. I've been hustling since I was 13 years old. Right, I ran a lawnmower business as a kid, going door to door, convincing my neighbors to let them mow their lawn. If you don't have that innate hustle inside of you, you're not going to find the capital because capital is not growing on trees. It doesn't work that way. Okay, you've got to get yourself out there. So one of the ways to hustle for the money is going to be to get your real estate license. Now this seems counterproductive, but the way I would recommend, because I'm gonna tell my story, I'm gonna let you guys know right now, we try to keep these episodes very short, but being this is a season opener, this may go a little bit longer than normal, so please hold tight, okay, we're having a good time today. right? But I'm getting, my, I'm getting started in real estate investing. Now ironically, when I did my first deal, I was still employed as usual workforce guy. So I found my way into my first deal by doing retail real estate, right? I got a real estate license. I started to work together. I did my first deal with a guy I worked with at my office, and we actually used his credit and most of his capital to do it. So that is a possibility. But if you don't have that means, you don't have a partner or anybody you can join up with, you got to find that capital. What really blew my real estate investing career up was getting into the retail business. Okay, now there are a couple ways to sell retail. Retail implies buying and selling with the consumer that's doing it. You know them as real estate agents, right? I work with them every single day. I have real estate agents that work for me and with me, etc. cetera. And I was a retail real estate agent for 12 years, okay? And I, I loved it. I loved that capacity of the business. But my, my investor mentor, he told me when I started, you don't wanna be in retail, you're not gonna like it. So it seems counterproductive to give you that advice, But all I could do is tell you how I got there, okay? I hopped into the market, and I started finding great deals for people. So I was introducing investors to deals. And as a result of that retail exposure, I got very good at it, number one. I quickly vaulted from an agent from nowhere, about a year of experience in the market, to one of the top buyer's agents in the city of Colorado Springs. I had over 16 trans- 60, excuse me, transactions in my market that year, and I was the top buyer's agent for a time in that marketplace because I became very good at identifying and selling deals. So a couple of things came from being in the retail market. For one thing, I learned how real estate operates from a retail perspective. I didn't need as much capital, Right, you are going to need the capital to pay for your real estate license. You are going to need the capital to get on the board, things like that. Get your MLS access, your Sentry Lock key, which is the key you use to get into the properties. You are need some basic capital to get in, but much less than you will need to get into a house. The good news is, when you do a deal or two in retail, you're now making it 100% commission. If you're selling a $250,000, $300,000 house, you're making seven to nine thousand dollars. Right? Remember when I said you need a bare minimum of five. Grand to get started? Well, now one retail deal has put you at that bare minimum range, right? And if you get good at it and you're doing it consistently, now you're doing one or two deals a month, you can pay your bills with it and have the spillover capital to invest in yourself, okay? But let me tell you, being a retail agent was no walk in the park, Okay. I got up in the morning at seven o'clock in the morning. I hit the gym. I called all of my clients. I was doing showings all day. I had to write contracts at night. If I got home before eight, eight thirty, it was a blessing. Okay. So I'm going to shoot straight with you right now. If hustle's not in you. Okay. If you're not prepared to put in the 10 to 12 hours a day, it takes to be a top player. Don't bother. Right? There are enough agents out there getting by on three to four deals a year, man. That's, there's so many of those, it's crazy. And I'm not knocking that. Listen, I would much rather do three to four deals a year at seven, dollars $8,000 per 30 grand a year than go work at McDonald's for 40 hours a week all year long. Right. Of the two, I would definitely take that option. No questions asked. But the point is, is you're asking the question, how do I get the capital to get started in real estate investing? And the answer is you can maintain your day job and sell real estate on the side to build that capital. Right. You're learning about the market. You're getting going, getting a feel for it right? And you're making investor contacts all at the same time. So we basically took that entire notion and bundled it into what I call my foreclosure acquisition specialist training, okay? Fast for short. You're going to notice a a theme with all my stuff. It's it's either car related or baseball related, just kind of how I roll, okay? Mm -hmm. Get used to that, right? So This is our fast training module. And what I want you to do, if you're interested, it does bundle up some coaching where we go face-to-face, we meet up and help you through getting your real estate license, but it also includes the state real estate license in your particular state, okay? So to get involved with that, once again, you want to head out to www.foreclosuredealscoach.com. It's a messenger bot. It goes directly to that. Right? And then it's going to ask you where you want to go. You put in the keyword fast. right? And when you go into that keyword, it's going to take you down the path you need to get your real estate license, Right, get started with that, learn a little about the investment required, and then... It's going to get you into real estate school and get you started, okay? Finally, if you're super interested, you can set up a session, a coaching session with yours truly. I'm going to do a limited amount of those. I told you we're going to offer a special offer. We're going to offer just a couple of people the ability to do a face-to-face with a fast training, but you got to get there, wait for it, fast. Oh. You see what I did there? Yeah, 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 for sure. A little radio magic, all mm. right? Get there fast so we can get you on the calendar and show you how this thing is going to work okay? Because if you can get your real estate license, make a couple of bucks as an agent, learn the market from the internals of the market, you will have the capital you need to change your life and your family's life for generations to come. Guys, I'm not just a you know, foreclosure deals coach. I'm not just a real estate guy. I'm a father. I got three kids, three wonderful daughters, right? Who I adore. And when I got into real estate, actually, even before I got into real estate, when my very first daughter was born 16 years ago, I looked her in the eye and I said, I am, you're not going to want for anything. Right? And she cooed and cod and do what babies do, right? She was really cute. But something switches. If you haven't had, if you've had a kid, you know what I'm talking about, right? Something changes internally. That changed for me that day she was born. I knew I had to provide a future for my kids that was not provided to me. Not that my parents didn't do a bang up job, because they did, just that I knew I wanted to provide a future outside of what was given to me. Okay. So that change has to occur with you before any of this is gonna work. This is gonna be the hardest work you've ever done in the capacity of you got a lot to learn. Okay, real estate, when done properly, is the easiest way to make money I can think of. And I'm a little bit biased because I've been at it for nearly 20 years, but I'm telling you, you get the right systems in place. Real estate is not rocket science, right? The buyer wants to buy the seller, particularly if it's a foreclosure owned by a bank, wants to sell really bad, okay? They want to get rid of that property. They don't want it on the books, so they're generally willing to discount it so it'll go away. It is not rocket science. What is difficult is the understanding of why you buy and why you sell, much like trading in the stock market. Right? You, anybody can make money doing it, but it's really easy to lose money. More people lose money real estate investing than game. That's just fact. But it's not because it's a bad business, it's because they were undereducated as to how to do it. Right? So the key is to get the right coaching, the right systems, and the right experience. Because if you're experienced in how the retail market works, because you took the time out to get your license and you made a couple bucks doing that, now I don't want you to become a normal retail real estate agent, right? You're not gonna be out there hustling for people, ideally, anyway. Hustling out there to try to find retail buyers and sellers. Not that you can't, it's a good way to make a living. You might join a team and get some leads, but if your goal is to be a real estate investor, you should be pushing your direction towards how do you learn about the foreclosure market in your marketplace, right? Which means you're gonna be exposed to a lot of foreclosures, right? I often wondered. If they, like, I was ever accused of murder or something, right, that my fingerprints are literally on the, in every HUD property in Colorado Springs, like, the last five years, right? I've been in all of them. I've touched every doorknob. I've been in all of them. Like, if I was spreading coronavirus, I'd be like a mass, (laughs) mass spreader, because I'm everywhere, right? My DNA is everywhere. Because I saw all of them, literally. If a house popped up in my marketplace was a foreclosure, whether I had a buyer, whether I was even very interested in it, I went to that property. I saw it. I took pictures. We did so many of that. We started shooting videos that turned into Colorado foreclosure deal, which has 15,000 likes on it, and it gets 10,000 views per video because people started to identify with that Colorado foreclosure market. And I became known as the foreclosure guy in my marketplace. And that was a strange thing because I would walk into a gas station and people would go, man, I know you're from somewhere. I'm like, "It is it just my overwhelmingly good looks perhaps? <laughs> Is that no? All right. No, that's uh, not easy. <laughs> that Jesus <it>. Christ, no. <laughs> All right, easy tiger. Um, they go, You're the foreclosure guy. I'm like, I am the foreclosure guy. <laughs> Right, So I became known as the local foreclosure guy in my marketplace. If that is your goal, I want to train you to make that happen through our fast trading module. Okay, So we're well over time on this show but you if you're going to make a move right now, we know what's happening. The coronavirus is on the trickle-down effect right now and the beginning of the next phase of real estate is on the way. Okay, And these things happen during the interruptions. It doesn't happen when things are operating normally. It happens during disruption in the market. The disruption has taken place. How you capture Capitalize it is completely on you. So once again, I want you to head on out to foreclosuredealscoach.com. Go to the messenger bot, put in FAST, F-A-S-T, and learn more about our foreclosure acquisition specialist training module that'll get you started in getting your real estate license and getting coached in the foreclosure market. And while you're doing that, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to foreclosure deals podcast because we want you to stay tapped in with us and get those notifications when we get new episodes up for you and we just want you to be you know a part of the family so make sure you uh, subscribe to the podcast as well Love it, man! Thank you. And with that, guys, we're well over time. Like I said, we extra show because we had a lot to cover. Welcome back to the show, man! This has been it's been an incredible run where our listenership just keeps going up and up and up, and the, just the publicity's getting out there because the market is changing. You know, we've been doing this foreclosure thing for a while, but it's just now getting interesting that the market's starting to shift on us. Okay, so what a way to be in the right place, right time. I'm doing air quotes right now because I've known this day was going to happen for a long time, and I'm so happy you guys are able to be on this show and learn with me as this market changes and things progress into a heavy foreclosure market, which I believe is on the horizon, even if it's not going to happen right now. You can profit from it. You can learn about it. You can find the capital, all right? With that, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach, reminding you once again and always, don't you dare buy a house, buy a a deal. deal. For more of the Foreclosure Deals Coach, hit subscribe and stay tuned for more of the mindset, methodology, and tools you'll need to invest in foreclosures. Visit foreclosuredealscoach.com and text deal to get a list of foreclosures in your area.